We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hey! Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. Let's go! The Morning Grind. Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Let's go! Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it is May 14th, it's 2019, and we have 12 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. For the second straight day, it's like the third straight day or fourth straight day, if you go back to last week, Will, Chief Justice 06, how are you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. Definitely ready to get this thing kicked off. I was talking to you pre-show, man. I, I, I'm, I am in research mode. We got Millie Maker Golf this week. Uh, of course, we're going to kick back off some uh, single-game NBA tomorrow night, which I'm, I'm thrilled about right now. And We've got MLB, so I mean, I'm really rolling here and uh, excited to break down another one. Excited indeed. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It's fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Ritter Grinders links. That way, if you get um any if we run any promos you get access to them also if you sign up through the links you get the three months of rotor grinders premium for fantasy draft so if you have not checked them out make sure you head on over there check them out they got a bunch of stuff going on over there like will said there's golf right around the corner so there's some golf going on plus we have you know baseball and that's what we're going to talk about here on today's slate we got 12 games not going to beat around the bush. We're going to jump right into the slate. A uh, lot to talk about. A lot of stuff here. And we start with the Mets at Washington. Eight and a half total. Noah Syndergaard, Jeremy Hellickson. Syndergaard's a 160 favorite. Do you have interest in Thor today? Uh, I do. Uh, I, you know, I, I think everything's still fine. I know he's had some rough starts, but K-Rate's there. XFIP is there. Uh, not really walking guys. You know, the ground ball race there. Still not giving up too much hard contact, so I like him. Uh, and I, I just think as he continues to not give us good performances, you know, I think we're going to see the price come down. And we've got a nice little discount on him today. 
I mean, Chris Paddock is more than him. Kershaw, Charlie, Charlie Morton is more than him, which I think is, is ridiculous. So I, I really like Syndergaard uh, in, in two-pitcher formats for sure. Yeah, I like him in two-pitcher formats as well. He's not my favorite pitcher on the slate, but he's certainly somebody that I'm going to consider um, depending on what this lineup looks like. You know, Soto's back. You know, Rendon is back. Um, they added Para, which doesn't sound like a lot. He's not a big power guy, but he doesn't strike out a lot. So he makes up for, like, Michael Taylor's, like, massive strikeout rate. Um, but they still have, you know, three or four guys here with strikeout rates over 20%. And we know Syndergaard's a guy that, you know, definitely can go out and get strikeouts. So, you know, I, I think this is a good spot for Syndergaard and um, certainly considering him here. And uh, Jeremy Hellickson on the other side of this game, I don't really have any interest in Hellickson. You know, the numbers against lefties, not very good. 332 Woba, 211 ISO, strikeout rate in the 16% range um, against lefties since the start of last season. He's been a lot better against righties, but a lot of the power in this lineup comes from left-handed bats outside of, you know, J.D. Davis and Alonzo. And, I, you know, Alonzo can pretty much take anybody deep. So I'm going to I'm gonna pass on Hellickson in this spot. Do you have any thoughts here? Nope. Uh, that, I'll just do a two-word cosign. I agree. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, let's talk Mets, bats. You know, I, I do like Cano. I like Conforto. McNeil, Alonzo, Davis, like I, I like the top five here. I don't know if I would necessarily like load up on a stack in this spot, but their run total is four point seven. It's not like their implied totals, you know, small here. It's almost pushing five. It is a twelve game slate. We're gonna need some run production. You know, we we have some big implied totals on today's slate, so I think that you know we can look at some Mets bats here. Yeah, I definitely think so, man. I, I think the main thing is, you know, we're, we're going to need some value in some places because I do think we want to get some quality pitching today. Uh, there, there are guys on the docket that we'll talk about. Robinson Cano, still too cheap at 3500 uh, cash game special. Uh, I think we get him in there. Um, you know, whether we stack him or not, I think he's in play. Brandon Nemo at the bottom of this lineup at 3500 I think he's in play. Uh, we get Wilson Ramos at 3,500 today. I, I think, you know, as far as catcher play, I think he'll be a guy that, that I'll definitely look to look to play as well. Um, as far as the, the more the more expensive basket, Forto, uh, you talked about Alonzo, McNeil. I, I, I like these guys. I, I think the Nets are, I mean, the Mets, excuse me, are a uh, viable stack here on this slate. They're not my favorite team. We'll get to my favorite team in a minute. But I, I do think they're in play today against uh, uh, against Hellickson. I just I think they're in play. Um, any thoughts here on the Washington side of things? No, just going to pass. I, I don't want to pick on Thor. No need to play any bats. Yep. Um, you know, trying to single out where the one or two home runs are, are going to come from is always tough. Like, you know, you can make an argument here for Soto, low strike or low strikeout rate, high walk rate. Um, he is disciplined at the plate, but you know, like he's probably the only guy that I feel like I can make an argument here for. Um, and, and like it's still singling out a one-off. So yeah. Milwaukee at Philadelphia, eight and a half total here. Brandon Woodruff against Jared Eikhoff. Woodruff a one twelve favorite, very slight favorite here. Uh, what are we looking at here on uh, Woodruff? Well, I mean, Woodruff has actually pitched pretty well this season. 
I think what, what you're looking for with Woodruff is, or, or trying to think about with Woodruff is do you think he can get the strikeouts? Because now the price has come up to 8600 Uh I, I do not like this price on him. I know he had an outstanding game against Washington in Milwaukee, but I – I don't think I can pay this price for him on this slate. I'm, I'm not willing to do that in this spot. So I'm going to pass on Woodruff. Um, it is strictly a price play. I think he gets the strikeouts, but he doesn't have the longest leash in the world. So I, I'm just – I'm going to pass. I mean, I know the last two spots, his, his pitch count has been up, but I just – I think this is too much for him in this spot. Yeah, not the greatest ballpark in the world either. You know, he does pitch in Milwaukee, so like he, he, you know, he's been able to get the job done pitching in a plus hitters ballpark. But you know, where I where I find him a little interesting, you know, where I want the strikeouts and if he gives up some hits and stuff is Fanduel. But then you're like, you're hoping that he gets that sixth inning mark. You know, Noah Syndergaard's really cheap on Fanduel. Um, you know, you highlighted how cheap he is even on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. But Woodruff is seventy nine hundred on Fanduel, yeah. and like if I'm looking to get like a four man stack of some p- big bats from like Houston um, in this spot, or maybe Boston. You know, one of these teams that we're going to talk about. You know, even like so, I, I think that I think he is worth a look on Fanduel. Knowing that he has a K upside, it's just will he get the win and can he get six innings, which he's only been able to do two times this season. So, like, the quality start is iffy, but he has been super consistent recently. He's had at least six strikeouts now in six or seven straight starts. So the upside is certainly there at this price. And like I said, if you're if you're loading up on an offense over there and you want to save a little bit of money, I don't hate Woodruff in that spot. Um Jared Eikhoff is really, really decent against righties. We've seen it from him, you know, every time that we've seen him at the major league level, you know, specifically like 2017 was like the full last season that he's pitched, you know, he got hurt last year. And even if we look at like his 2017 numbers, he's always struggled with lefties. He's been very good against righties. He's always struggled with lefties. Will, I think there's too many good lefties in this lineup for me to play Eikhoff today. Yeah, I mean, and that, look, man, I, I'm, I'm not paying these prices for Jared Eikhoff. I I know, I mean, he, I feel like he's Clay Buckholz all over again. Last year, Clay Buckholz kind of had this revival of a season, but I, I'm not buying into this uh, right now. Long term, like you talked about, we know what Jared Eikhoff is. Uh, if he was playing Detroit, you know, I, I'd have a much different answer here. But, you know, Milwaukee in town, uh, they're probably going to throw out five lefties. No way I play Eikhoff in this spot at this price. If he was 6900 I'd definitely talk about it. But at 9200 on DK, 8900 on FanDuel, no way I'd play him at these prices. Just just no way. Uh, talking about the bats in this spot, like I, I love the Milwaukee lefties in this spot. They're, you know, plus ballpark against a guy that gives up a ton of hard contact and a ton of fly balls does not generate hardly any soft contact. Like this is a spot that like I want to load up on the lefties. I played, I paid up for grand doll on Monday for cash games and I might do it again today. Um, I, I really like the spot for grand doll and will, as long as Travis Shaw is this cheap, I don't care if he's batting 100 on the season. 
I'm just going to keep playing him. Um, he allows so much salary relief at 2400 We know the upside's there. We know he's struggling. We know it's in his head. I don't care <laughs> if he's going to be this price. I just, I simply don't care. Um, what's your thoughts here on the Brewers? Yeah, I like the Brewers. Uh, and I mean, he keeps getting these $200 price decreases, talking about Travis Shaw. Eventually, he's going to be the minimum uh, on FanDuel. And maybe if he gets really bad, maybe they'll give him the Chris Chris Davis treatment and just price him at $500 until he gets out of his funk. Uh, that'd be great. I'd love to play him at $500. Uh, at any rate, I, li- I like the lefties here. Yelich, $4,800 on, on FanDuel. Uh, on DK, he's $5,900. I-, I don't like paying these prices on, on DK when guys are this expensive. Maybe I paid the price for it because, uh, you know, the Arizona guys kind of teed off today at those prices. But I still don't think it's worth it to play Bassett at, at that price. So uh, I, I don't think I'll have any interest in Yellish. But these other guys, man, Moose, uh, Shaw, Thames, uh, you already talked about Grandall. Grandall's 3900 on DK, man. He's really not even an expensive catcher anymore. So I, I'm, I'm very interested in, in, in the Milwaukee team today. Yeah, and I want to throw Ben Gamble in the mix, too. If he could draw as a start, he's pretty cheap. So um, looking at the other side, the Philadelphia side of things in this spot, you know, Woodruff has been really solid. Um, Bryce Harper, there's something going on with him. Like, he's struggling. But, again, it goes back to kind of a price point thing. You know, even at 4700 Harper has a nice discount for his upside. He, he didn't have a monster game any night of the week. Um it's not as cheap as we got him on Monday, and it's not as cheap as we've got him over the last week or so, but I think Harper's still in play. You know, and I and I obviously I, I really don't mind Hoskins in this spot. I know it's not the greatest matchup in the world, but this is a spot that we know Hoskins hits fastballs well, and he's done really well against sliders um, ever since he's gotten called up too. So, you know, this is a spot that I don't mind Hoskins. I don't mind Harper, but I'm not going to stack Philadelphia today. I, I respect Brandon Woodruff and what he's been able to do. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think this is more of a uh, one-off situation. Definitely not a stack situation. And uh, I, I'm 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 with you 100 percent there. No, definitely no need to uh, uh, stack stack up stack up the Phillies. We got Tampa Bay at Miami. It's Charlie Morton. It's Caleb Smith. It's a six and a half total. Both of these teams have implied totals under three and a half. Uh, Morton's a slight favorite here. I know Tampa's been good this year. I, I get it. But Caleb Smith has been legit. Um, what are we doing with Charlie Morton here against Miami as one of the highest priced pitchers on the slate? I'm not playing Charlie Morton at this price on DK. Uh, I know it's Miami. And I, it's just, I, 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 I'm not paying this man. I just, 10 5 for Charlie Morton. He should have a phenomenal game, but I, I just, I can't do it, man. Not, not when you've got Smith at 95, Noah Syndergaard at 98, and Chris Sale for 300 more against Colorado in Boston. I, I just can't do it. So I'm, I'm fading him. It's a pure price play. He will get the fade for me today for sure. Yeah, I'm not going to necessarily say I'm going to fade him just because uh, I think it. if they roll out that lineup where there's like six or seven righties, I don't care what his price is at that point. Like, 
I, I agree. The price is ridiculous. And I kind of hope that, that people get like sticker shock, um, you know, when you're going to buy a new car and it's like, oh, I hope they we, we get this way with Morton today um, because this is a spot he could put up 30 fantasy points. Uh, let's not rule that out. So depending on the lineup, if they have all those righties in there, you know, it's hard not to like Morton. You know, his, his K rate a little bit higher against lefties since the start of last year. But anytime I, I see a hard to soft contact ratio at negative, um, I'm not afraid to play the pitcher, especially in a, in a pitcher's ballpark. Um, on the other side of this game, I love Caleb Smith. Um, I, I think that they mispriced him. Um, he has one of the highest swinging strike rates in baseball right now. Um, Will, like, talk me off of Caleb Smith here and tell me why I shouldn't play him. Man, I wish you could. You know I'm not a Caleb Smith truther. And I have tried to avoid rostering Caleb Smith at all costs. Uh, and I've definitely paid the cost because he's just been crushing seemingly every single start. I mean, I think he's had one hiccup this season. Uh, and, and, I mean, it really wasn't that much of a hiccup. He still put up 17 fantasy points, and that was at Atlanta. Uh, he, he's been good, and, and that's why there's no way I'd pay – a thousand more for Charlie Morton on this slate. Uh, we're we're going to find out if, if Tampa Bay is really as good as we think they are because they're going to face a good pitcher today. I, I have come around. Uh, so I, I like him here in this spot. I, I think he's very affordable. Uh, the, the, the thing is, on, on FanDuel, he's actually the second highest priced pitcher. So, uh, you know, if you want to play him, you're going to have to make a decision to play him on FanDuel because you're not getting a discount anymore. The 8K days and 7K days are gone. Uh, he is now 10-7 right under Chris Sale and right above Clayton Kershaw. Again, love the price on FanDuel. I absolutely love it. Like, don't play him. Click Kershaw's name and Chris Sale's name. I'll play Caleb Smith. I'm perfectly fine with getting a lower-owned Caleb Smith, Will. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind playing him on FanDuel either. Uh, and – I mean, I, I think he's for sure going to be lower owned on FanDuel than he is on DK. I think on DK he'll get plenty of ownership because he's so much cheaper than the other guys. He's a guy – and, you know, when we look at Caleb Smith, I've done a deep dive on him. Obviously, I like Caleb Smith a lot last year. I just felt like he needed to do something, and, you know, he's obviously done it. He's throwing his fastball almost 10% less to righties. You know, righties were beating him up a little bit last year. That's where he was getting into trouble – He's throwing it about 10%. He's just increased the usage of his slider and his changeup to righties and, and said, like, I'm going to use my three-pitch combo. I'm going to keep hitters off balance, and I'm still going to go out there and get the job done. And that's exactly what he's done. 36% K rate against righties this season. Swinging strike rate of 16.5%. Just to give you guys an idea of how high that swinging strike rate is, Noah Syndergaard's swinging strike rate on the season is 12%. And, and that's why I'm perfectly okay with, you know, taking Caleb Smith at this price on both sides. Like, I love this spot for him. I want zero bats from this game, Will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the full fade. If, if one of these teams go off and they hit home runs in this ballpark against these two pitchers, and I lose the slate because of that, I'll chalk that up to variance, and I'll move on to Wednesday. There you go. That, that, that's how I feel about it. Tip the cap. Great day. See you tomorrow. That's right. Uh, moving on here, we got Colorado at Boston. Kyle Freeland, Chris Sale, eight total. Chris Sale is a minus 
290 in this spot. Um, it's going to be one of the higher totals you see throughout oh, the season. Oh, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> give me your give me your thoughts here on Kyle Freeland. Oh, fade, 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 and more fade. Yeah, Freeland, a guy that was really, really solid last season, and he's struggling this year. He's struggling with hard hit rates that are way too high. He's struggling with a strikeout pitch to righties. And I say that, you know, you, you really got to consider that when you're looking at left-handed pitchers because, you know, the right-handed bats do usually have the platoon. And if you don't have a K pitch to righties, he has a 28.9% K rate against lefties, 16.3 against righties. That tells me a lot. So I'm going to pass on Freeland as well. Um, Chris Sale's back. Uh, I don't know if he's like fully Chris Sale and fully like – a hundred percent, but twenty-four strikeouts in his last two starts. Will we're looking at forty-two, right? No, more than that. Forty-two, fifty-two, forty-two in his last four starts. Um, he's been absolutely dominant, and you know he criticized himself a lot, but we're we're starting to see. And and back to the Kayla Smith thing. Chris Sale's swinging strike rate still only thirteen point seven percent. Like that's how good Kayla Smith has been this season. But yeah, uh, it's hard not to like Chris Sale against the Rockies on the road. Their first game out of Coors, and it's going to be super chilly in um in Boston in this spot. Oh, buddy, I, listen, I, I know we don't try to plug too many things. I, I, I know this is a sponsor show. I, I will be loading up on some monkey knife fight for this game. This Oh, man, I, I am excited. Love Chris Sale today. Just play the man. If you if you can get him in, just play him. I, I, th- I think double-digit strikeouts are on their way yet again. I know they've got, you know, Arenado and Story that, that could send two solo shots out of the park. And maybe maybe they get two solo shots, but I still think he gets ten to twelve strikeouts in this game. Love Chris Sale here. Um, Rockies bats, are you willing to roll out Story or Arenado in a in a one off situation anywhere? No, I, I don't think it's necessary. Just not going to do it. Fading the whole Colorado Rockies team. Yeah, you know you can always make a point a a, a point to play Arenado against. Any lefty, he's that good. I don't think I will do it in this spot, but I'm certainly not going to say, like, don't play him. Um, I will say this. It's an interleague game, and Colorado is going to gain the DH, which obviously helps them for this series. Don't get me wrong. But Charlie Blackman has had two plate appearances. Desmond has had one. Ionetta's had 14, and Reynolds has had 19. Story, a lot of these guys haven't seen Sale. Advantage Chris Sale. Uh, again, they're just advantage Chris Sale. <laughs> um, <laughs> Boston bets. I'm, I'm telling you, man, just this this game, I, I, I love this game from a from a prop perspective. I, I know we're not talking about that too much right now, but just guys, just just go check out the props in this game. You see them, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Love this game, man. Oh, man, I'm excited. Sorry, didn't mean to hog that up. No, you're fine. Let's talk Boston Bats. Um, Obviously, like, J.D. Martinez against the lefty is almost as automatic as, you know, Nelson Cruz and and Nolan Arenado against the lefty. And, you know, J.D.'s a massive fly ball guy, and we we know that 
Freeland, more of a ground ball guy, but gives up a ton of hard hits. Um, I, I love JD in this spot. I think he's a top three hitter on the slate. Um, Mookie has really struggled against lefties to start the season. It's super concerning to me. Um, I know you're a recent trends guy. We look at his numbers since the start of last season, super solid. You know, he was really good against lefties in 2018, like elite numbers against lefties. I'm concerned, Will. Um, I know we're still not that far into the season, but when I'm seeing a .025 ISO and a 211 WOBA on 44 plate appearances, it makes me a little worried. Yeah, man, let, let me ask you this. and I, I mean, that's because that, obviously that's something I saw as well. When, when the power numbers are just kind of down for right now, for right now, do, do you think he's a little bit late? on the swing like like that's kind of what i have going on in my head like okay he's seeing it coming in and maybe he's a little late and he's not making good contact what what what's your thoughts on mookie against lefties just right now as we speak because i do think this will turn around but what what do you have in your head about about mookie with with this yeah i was looking at the numbers and like it just seems to me like you know the babip is low because he's hitting more fly balls and the hard hit contact and the exit velocity certainly concerned me, but he's still making 91% contact against lefties. Like he's, it's not like he's going out there and striking right. out. I'm more worried about him just not seeing the ball as well. The walk rate is not as high as it usually is. And like the Red Sox are rolling right now. Um, I think they've won 11 out of their last 13 or 12 out of the last 14 or whatever it is. Uh, they're rolling. They started really slow. And this is why I hate looking at just one season of numbers. I, I could see him, you know, blowing up in this spot. I could see Xander blowing up in this spot. I could see JD blowing up in this spot. Like, I don't like to play recent trends, but it does concern me when I'm paying fifty five hundred for a hitter, and he has struggled a lot this season. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, I, I just want to get your perspective. I like Mookie here. I mean, I, I like all the righties. Um, I, I think these guys should have. Uh, a, a really good game here. So I, I, I'm definitely interested in the Boston Red Sox. Chris Davis doing his best impression to save me um, making losing money on the slate. I appreciate him. Uh, thank you. Um, Monday slate did not go as well as I thought it was going to. I like Monday slate too. I, I hate when I like slates. Uh, every time I like a slate, <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> All right. Um, Houston at Detroit. We have a 10 and a half total here. We got Wade Miley against Ryan Carpenter. Uh, Miley's a 190 favorite. Houston, highest implied total on the slate, highest implied team total on the slate. Um, Vegas likes them a ton in this spot. Uh, let's talk pitchers first. Wade Miley. I always have interest in Wade Miley. He's always low owned. Nobody likes playing Wade Miley. And I was one of those people that just didn't believe in what he was doing, but I certainly believe in like him just throwing all these cutters and, and just getting a lot of soft contact and generating a lot of ground balls. But, you know, this season hasn't been as great. This team has been better against lefties than they have been against righties. But there's still a lot of potential strikeouts and potential ground balls in this lineup. I think Wade Miley is almost playable at 7,900 today because, I'll be honest, I don't like a lot of cheap pitchers today. Yeah, I, man, I don't want to play any of the pitchers in this game. I, I, I do think Miley can uh, get the job done. Like, I, I definitely think there's a, a, a road where he, he he pitches well. 
but I, I've got some other guys that I just like a little bit better. And uh, so, you know, he's a guy I'm just going to fade. But, I, yeah, I, I'm not playing Molly today. And that's why we have two opinions. It's perfect. Um, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any – I have zero interest in Ryan Carpenter. I have a lot of interest in stacking against him. Yeah. Um, at, you know, Houston, obviously with this implied total, they're going to be popular. Even on a 12-game slate, they're going to be pushing quite a bit of ownership here. You know, obviously we we have to like this spot for them, right? Like just about everybody on Houston's in play today. Yeah, man, they they've been outstanding. Uh, just oh boy, I mean, once again they come through yet again on another slate, just against a good pitcher. Got him out early and worked the bullpen, and I, I pretty much see the same thing coming here again. Except this guy, they, they might knock him out in the first inning. So I like Houston top to bottom. Uh, I'd be willing to play Michael Brantley in this spot. He's a guy that probably won't get as much ownership because of the lefty-lefty to start out. Uh, I don't care. This whole lineup, for the most part, is hitting well. I mean, Robinson Chirino thinks he's in uh, Globe Life Park out there in Texas. In, in Arlington, he thinks he's there, and it's 90 degrees. He's just hitting bombs all the time. Alex Bregman, I think I saw a stat. He's hit eight home runs already this month. This team is raking. Get on board. Yep, uh, for anybody that roster Matt Boyd with me on uh, Monday, you know how they, well they hit lefties. Um, even Diaz hit a home run, you know, even yes, with his did. low, even with his yes, low ice though. <laughs> Just right out of the park. I did. I'm not salty. <laughs> um, as far Jake, as the, Jake Marisnik, Jake Marisnik hit another one. He's another guy, and his K rate is through the roof. But he just sent another one across the fence today. They're hot, man. They're hot. When we're looking at um, anytime you're looking against Wade Miley, you got to look at how teams perform against cutters. And like, I wanted to point somebody out, but like, looking at this team against cutters, I might like Miley even more than I did when I talked about him. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's all, you know, it, what the thing is, like, you don't see a lot of pitchers throw cutters. So you don't have a lot of samples. So, like, I will mix my lefty righties um with cutters just in general just to try to get a larger sample and like miguel cabrera is good against cutters but you know miggy's numbers in 2016 were super solid and like he was healthy and like he's just not the same guy when he's the best hitter here i don't get worried so for me i i like this spot for miley and i think i will stay away outside of maybe like a nick castellanos one-off just because i like the price tag yeah, I got you, man. You know what I'm doing with these guys. They're getting the big red X, uh, not touching them today. I've got an offense coming up here shortly that I really want to talk about. So, uh, and, and their prices are just fine. So, I, I'm just, I'm fading these guys. All right. We're moving on. Moving out. St. Louis, Atlanta, eight and a half total. Jack Flaherty, Michael Fultonevich. Um, Flaherty is a 122 favorite here. Um, any interest in Flaherty? Uh, man, I, I think I, I have slight interest today uh, at this price. I think he's in line for the win. I, I, I've got some interest in Flaherty, man. Um, you know, Atlanta's not a high K, a high K, high strikeout team, but I, I, I'm willing to lean on Flaherty's K right here a little bit and roll the dice at 9K. Uh, you know, he, he's a guy, like I talked about, I've kind of got my eyes on. You know, you put him and Syndergaard together, him and Caleb Smith together, 
you know, you, you can really get some quality pitching, uh, you know, and, and, and still put together a quality hitting lineup. So he's a guy I've got my eye on today, uh, definitely in my player pool. Yeah, um, I, I can get behind that. I have no issues with playing Flaherty. I think it's a bump if Freeman is still out with um, being sick. I hate – I will say this. I, I don't like playing opposing pitchers when Atlanta's at home against Atlanta. So, like, Flaherty's down on my list today. But the, the point that you brought up, like, he's 9K with massive amount of strikeout upside. You know, that's what we're looking for in tournaments. Um, he is down on my list. But that's just more of, like, my bias to – playing opposing pitchers going into Atlanta. Um, yeah. I think it's a thing. Like, they play good at home. Uh, Fulton Nevich, you're a Braves fan. You know Michael Fulton Nevich is one of my favorite pitchers in baseball, but he does not look right. I don't know what is going on with him. I've watched a start or two now, and he there's something completely wrong with him. You know, 6.75 XFIP. 13.2% K rate. He's not missing bats. This is a dude that had a 27% K rate last season. He, something's going on. And I know you like your trends. Will your trends are telling you to absolutely fade Fulton Evans in this spot. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no way. I'm touching Fulton here. Uh, I, I just can't, man. I, I'm in love with the St. Louis Cardinals today in my home ballpark and so i can't i i, I can't touch Fulty with a 10-foot pole i'll let you run with it uh tell me who you like here for the cards man listen it's obviously it starts with matt carpenter i know the numbers don't look great this season but you know when, you, when you're looking at all seasons combined the guy is just a professional hitter against right-handed pitching uh two seasons combined 249 iso 376 woba 14 percent walk rate fly ball rate at 50 percent uh, I, I'm really interested in him today. I've been talking about Colton Wong. He's another guy that I will be firing up on this slate. Really like him in this ballpark. I think he could get one out of the yard. And then, man, all these righties in between. I'm, I'm not afraid to play righties right now against Fulte until he figures it out. Let's just hope it's not tomorrow. Uh, but Goldschmidt, DeYoung, Ozuna, uh, I, I love these guys. And then Yachty, Yachty at catcher, you know, if, if I'm building the St. Louis stack, I think I'll just get my catcher exposure with him. So these guys, uh, I really like them here, and, and I think they're in for a big day with Fulty struggling right now. Yeah, I really like Ozuna here. You know, he's been really good this season against right-handed pitching. He hits sliders well, which we know Fulty's going to throw against righties. So, like, even with the fastball fastball sinker combo, like, Ozuna is in a good spot here. He he profiles really well against Fulton Evich, so don't mind him. And then, like, I'm probably going to try – like, I might play Shaw at third base and Carpenter at first base in cash games today because Carpenter Ooh. at 3,700 is just – as much. I, I got I to get Travis Shaw in there to, you know, make my Caleb Smith, Chris Sale cash team work and – you know, if I'm doing that, like, I got to take my third base spot. I might use my first base spot with Matt Carpenter. I like the spot for him so much. On the road, probably going to get five at-bats. Um, I know he's off to a slow start this season, but Fulty's not missing bats, and that's the type of spot. And this ballpark was built for left-handed bats. So um, I like Carpenter a lot here, you know, especially looking at, man, Fulty's numbers really, really pop. Um, 
As far as Atlanta goes, you know, Flaherty's been really, really solid this season where he has struggled is against lefties. You know, you want to play power lefties in this ballpark. Albie's off to a really slow start. Uh, I think that, like, they didn't pay him enough, and now he's kind of figuring out that he didn't get paid enough, um, and he's struggling. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Um, Will, give me your thoughts here on Atlanta. Man, I, I think I'm I think I'm more Atlanta one-off today. Maybe one-off Freddie, one-off Marcakis, one-off Albies, one-off McCann, one-off Acuna. Like, I, I'm just – if, if, if I play Atlanta, and right now I don't have any intentions of playing them, I think it's just one-offs, man. Uh, I I I don't think I need to play them on this slate. I'm telling you, I've got a team coming up here later that I think we'll all agree is just one of the best spots in the slate. So I, I'm going to be fading Atlanta outside of just maybe taking one or two one-offs like Freddie, uh, Acuna, or or, uh, or or Donaldson. Yeah, like if you want a mid-range catcher, you know, McCann, when healthy this season, has been really good. Um so you know, if you want to, if you want to fire up the old Brian McCann back in Atlanta and, and, and liking the the heat and getting those old bones warm um, narrative. <laughs> uh, moving on, Angels Twins eight and a half total. Felix Pena, Kyle Gibson, Kyle Gibson a one thirty favorite. Um, any interest here in Felix Pena? No. I'm with you. Um, obviously, Felix Pena, a guy you got to look at. Um, you know what teams do against sinkers. He throws a sinker quite a bit. They're not great against sinkers, but the thing that stands out to me, there's not one person in this lineup, in this projected lineup, that has a whiff rate over 20% against sinkers. So a lot of contact going to be made in this game, and I'm looking for upside. Uh, I don't think Felix Pena is going to provide that upside for me today. <laughs> Um, no, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Kyle Gibson on the other side. Gibson's been absolutely legit against righties this season. As much as I like to pick on Kyle Gibson, 275 Woba, 0.060 ISO, hit distance of an average of 143.7 and a 27% K rate against righties, facing a very mixed lineup now. You know, we have to say that. This was a very right-handed heavy lineup before. Lestella's a lefty. Otani's a lefty. Calhoun's a lefty. Goodwin's a lefty. If Boar's in there. Now we're looking at a majority left-handed lineup. I don't want to rule out playing Kyle Gibson today, Will, but I will say it is very lineup dependent. I will look in, you know, he's a guy at 8,300 that I – would probably lean paying up for Woodruff or going down to Miley if if they have these five lefties in there. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be in there, to be honest with you. I, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't play him. Um, so Gibson's just – I think he's off the table for me right now. I, I totally get it. I mean, if the righties were in there, I mean, I'd be – and you know what? Maybe, maybe they give Otani a rest today. Because I think they have played them what two two games back to back now, or maybe they give if they give Otani a rest, maybe they'll squeeze in another righty, and that might help us. But I, I I'm I don't think I can play Gibson with facing five or six lefties in this lineup. I just I can't do it. Yeah, like I said, I will if there is six righties, I can think about it a little bit more. Oh um, yeah, for sure. If we get six, he's on my list. Yeah, like even if it's I, I will I will say like if Otani gets the day off, 
you know, obviously that makes a huge difference if Calhoun gets the day off. But like, I if Boar's in there, like he's striking out so much this season, like I'm perfectly okay with you know that. But I don't think I'll end up on Gibson today because I don't think this lineup is going to provide what I need it to provide for Kyle Gibson to excel in this spot. And it's that. Um, Angels bats. What do we like here with the Angels? Well, I mean, no, no matter what the matchup is, Mike Trout is always going to get fantasy points. I just we don't get very, very many zeros out of Mike Trout. He'll walk, he'll steal a base, he'll hit a single, he'll bring some guys in. So uh, obviously, I like, I like him. Otani's warming up at the plate. Uh, I like Otani Calhoun. Uh, I I don't mind him as well. And I actually, you know, Brian Gilbin is a guy that I kind of like to play in my stacks because he typically goes low on. He's got a little bit of pop, so uh, I, I like him as well. But I'm not rushing to roster the, the Angels today. They're at the bottom of my list in terms of stacks. Yep, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I don't mind maybe one-offing one of these lefties, um, but I don't love it, and I probably won't play Trout today. Um, so he's going to hit two home runs, so take that for what you want. There you uh, go. As, far as, as far as Minnesota goes, like, Minnesota, the, the top of this Minnesota lineup is interesting to me almost every day. Like, I like all four of these guys at the top. I know right now um, Cruz is banged up, and, like, even if he plays, I'm going to wait and take the wait-and-see approach um, on him until I see him, you know, put in a good game. But just looking at this lineup, like, Polanco's interesting to me. Kepler's interesting. You know, Rosario, Crone, like, I like these guys. They're, they're certainly interesting to me. Man, this whole lineup is interesting with a guy that's going to be throwing mostly sinker, sinker and slider. Uh, this team is mashing sinkers, man. Like, just, oh, my gosh. It, it's unbelievable. Uh, everybody has a contact rate over 80%. Everyone has a whiff rate under 20. I, I, I really like the Minnesota Twins again. I missed on them today. I did get Polanco, but that was about all they had producing today. No big deal. We'll run it back. I like the Twins yet again. Texas at Kansas City, 10 total here. Shelby Miller, Danny Duffy. Du Danny Duffy. This is not wrong. This is exactly what it says. Danny Duffy is a 138 favorite in 2019. Um, it has nothing to do with Danny Duffy. Let's just get that out <laughs> of the way right now. It's got nothing to do with Danny Duffy. <laughs> I'm going to make, I'm going to, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, let's, uh, Shelby Miller, any interest? Oh, buddy, no, I've been holding it in till this point. I am not playing Shelby Miller. Yeah, and like, I don't want to play Danny Duffy either. Low K rate. Uh, I know he's cheap, but I would, I would play, I would play Miley again, going back to that range. I would play Wade Miley before I'd play Danny Duffy today. I absolutely would. 100%. Uh, let's talk bats here. We'll start with Texas. Uh, Will, I, I hate to even say this because it, it just, it's hard to even get it to come out of my mouth. Um, but Hunter Pence is in play today. Oh, man, he's been in play every day. If, if you've been playing Hunter Pence for the past week, I just you should have been making some money in the one-off category. My goodness, he's just been hitting bombs out there. I, do, I don't I don't um I don't get it. <laughs> I, it's still it's just one of those things like 
you know, the dude has four home runs over his last six games. And like Will said, it, it's just been absolutely raking at the plate. And it's just like Hunter Pence was dead to us in the DFS world. And now it's like he's one of the most expensive guys on the slate. And like Unreal. I, I, now I want to click the button. Um, It's just it's funny to me. It's unreal. Hunter Pence is forty eight hundred. We were getting him for twenty eight hundred, probably around the twenty two hundred range just a year ago. Oh, how the tides have turned! What else do you like here um, on the Texas side of things? I, I like Pence. Uh, obviously, come on, man. We got to plug in Joey Gallo, lefty lefty spot. Well, probably going to get uh, low ownership. Probably. Uh, Listen, man, Joey Gallo's got a 45% K rate this season against left-handed pitching. But he's also got a 303 ISO, 376 Woba, 15% walk rate, and a fly ball rate of 53.3%. So, I, gosh, if he hits the ball, it should go pretty far. Uh, we just got to hope that he can hit it in one of these four at-bats. Uh, so let's just hope and pray that he does. I like Andrus. I, I actually like this whole team, man. I don't even mind the lefties here. Uh, Guzman at the bottom. I don't mind him. Lefty, lefty uh, should probably in the, he might be in the catcher spot, uh, and um, you know maybe he's the guy that we can look at. Yeah, I like this spot. Um, Vogelbach just went yard. By the way, we told you guys that was going to happen. It's just like free money. Mike Fires completely wrong about Mike Fires today. I will take my L. Um, I was completely wrong about Mike Fires today. My Seattle stacks did not pay off. But I did play Vogelbach and Hanniger in cash, so that should be super helpful, that home run right there. So, man, Dude, oh, man. <laughs> Listen, so so crazy story, because, you know, I thought you pre-show, just so you guys know, me and Stevie do talk, like, off air, like, non-podcast time. And, man, you remember I asked you about Arizona? And yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I knew it was going to happen, too. I was like, yep, you're right. And, and obviously, I was still right. The process was good. I needed to stay on Minnesota because obviously had I hopped off and they scored 40 runs today, I would have been kicking myself for that. So either way, dude, you know I didn't care. It's uh, it's just one of those things. It's variance. Oh, yeah. Um, one other guy that, guy that I wanted to mention for um, Texas is Mazzara. You know, we've talked about – you talked about a lot of the lefty-lefties. Like, he's another guy that I don't mind in a lefty-lefty matchup here against Duffy. Uh, as far as Kansas City goes, like – Shelby Miller is just – I don't know how this guy is still pitching in the bigs. And I am not trying to be mean or a hater or anything you want to say. 6.6% swinging strike rate, a walk rate higher than a strikeout rate, a 6.91 XFIP, an average exit velocity of 90.5, average hit distance of 200.6, hard hit rate a 45.3%, with a 15% soft contact rate. Why why is there not one of your young guys up here getting innings? Like Shelby Miller obviously isn't anything like he used to be. He's throwing his fastball over 70% of the time this season. So if teams hit fastballs, they're going to hit him. And that is the only thing that I'm a little concerned about when looking and stacking the Royals. They have not been good against fastballs in the past, but... It's one of those times where I feel like I can overlook the data and just stack the Royals in this spot. Oh, buddy, I've been waiting for this all year. A, a spot with good weather where I can fire up my 9-1-2 Kansas City stack. Today is the day, people. Today is the day. 
we get Shelby Miller in Kansas City in what should be really good weather for hitting. Is Kansas City the best ballpark in the world? No, but it should be around 80 degrees, should be warm, should have a little bit of wind blowing out. Uh, humidity should be uh, uh, up. I got to check the dew point to make sure the dew point's going to be where I think it should be. I hope you guys can tell I'm excited. I will be stacking up the Royals. Nine, one, two, three is my favorite stack of the day for this team. My second favorite would be the one, two, three, four. My second favorite after that would be the one, two, four, six, or one, two, three, six. My second favorite after that would be the one, three, four, five. I, I just just fire the Royals up, man. Every player on this team is in play against Shelby Miller. I, I, I love I, I love the Royals here. Favorite team of the day. Yeah, obviously they're not cheap today. You're gonna you're gonna be paying up for them, and I, I think that's perfectly fine. I'm perfectly okay with paying up for these guys. Um, really like Ryan O'Hearn over there on Fandle. He's 2,900. Soler is 3,200 on Fandle. Um, you know, to get cheaper parts of this stack to put in with your Hunter Dozers and your Alex Gordons and stuff. And, you know, I'm perfectly okay with stacking this team however you want. Perfectly okay with punting Molinado in cash games. Um, if he's still like super cheap, 2,400. Like, that might be the only reason I don't play Grandal in cash today is because 2,400 Molinado. Scream, Stevie, play me. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh at Arizona. We got Joe Musgrove and Luke Weaver. Nine total. Weaver, a 152 favorite. Uh, any interest here in Musgrove? No, I, I've got to get off the Musgrove train until he figures it out. He's starting to get pummeled. Uh, so, I mean, I, I wish I could play him because the price just screams play me. But I, I, I just I can't do it. Yeah, I'm not going to play Musgrove here either. I think Arizona is a team we need to start respecting against right-handed pitching. Um, they, they've just they've been a lot better this season against righties. And, you know, uh, another thing, like, when I'm wanting to stack, I like to look at bullpens. And the Pittsburgh Pirates bullpen, they're striking out batters at a very high clip. Um, so, you know, it, it just it, – this is, like, a weird spot. I don't love Musgrove. I don't really love Arizona. You know, and man, Arizona's been like one of the, one of the best teams in baseball this season, just all around righties, lefties. I'm pulling up the splits to see what they're doing now against righties, middle of the road. But you know, I, I just don't like the spy from Musgrove. Um, do you have interest here in Luke Weaver? I, I do, man, and I mean, Luke Weaver started out the season kind of rough. I still don't like this hard hit numbers that, that we're getting from him, but I, I I don't mind playing him against a low ISO team, and that's pretty much what it boils down to. We don't have a lot of guys that have above, uh, you know, a 200 ISO on this team, so I, I'm willing to play him it, even in this spot. I mean, he played he pitched against this team I think a couple weeks ago, and I think he he had a pretty respectable outing. Let me check that. Yes, six and a third innings, seven Ks. Gave up one earned run. I, I take that at this price again. So uh, I like Weaver here at 8,800. Uh, against this team, I'd pay 8,800 for Luke Weaver. Yeah, I don't mind him. I hate the roof, the roof being open factor in this game. But I will say, like, you know, in, in that game 
the Luke Weaver Pittsburgh game in Pittsburgh. It was a little cold, so I don't want to like completely compare that game. But like you said, Weaver's been good. Twenty nine percent K rate against righties, twenty five and a half percent against lefties. The XFIP three point six three. Like you know, obviously this was one of the the key pieces Arizona got in the St. Louis uh, trade with Goldschmidt. So you know, obvi- you know, getting a fresh start here is certainly paying off. I'm with you. I don't like the hard hard hit rate, especially against righties. Um, but there's just not a lot of power righties in this lineup. Like I actually prefer him face some of these lefties over these righties because righties have been pummeling him this season. So, um, you know, if he can get around Polanco and Bell and Marte, I think he pitches really well here. You know, obviously those would be the three guys that I'd be looking at playing against him. Any of the top four guys, but there's a lot of strikeouts in the bottom of this lineup too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure, and may, maybe as long as he doesn't walk him or let these guys string together singles and doubles on him at the top, he, he should have a pretty nice outing. So I, I he, he's on my list today for sure. Yeah, he's on my list as well. Um, you know, we were talking about like Flaherty going into Atlanta. I think I'd take Weaver at home against Pittsburgh before I'd take Flaherty. You know, that's kind of where he falls on my list um, above Woodruff. You know, kind of in that area. So. I, I, I like Weaver. Uh, as far as the Pittsburgh bats, I don't mind the one through four, but I'm not going to stack them. I would play maybe two at a time um, in this. I, like, Bell is always in play. Like, the guy is hitting the ball very well right now. Like, his early season struggles gone. Um, dude's batting 319 with 10 home runs with a OPS over 1.0. Like, you know, Bell's on. He's hitting the ball very well. 10-game yeah. hit streak, 12-game hit streak, I think. Yeah, somewhere up in there, man. I mean, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, man. We just kind of saw it coming, and and it's here. And uh, so I, I like Bell as well. Um, let, let's just hope if, if you're playing Weaver that maybe he just gives up a solo shot to one of these guys and, and calls it a game. Um, but Because these top four guys, if, if they string together, the thing about the top four guys at Pittsburgh is, if they get on base, they can score points in bunches, even without scoring a lot of runs. So, because you know the top three guys are all capable of stealing out, I don't think they'll steal a lot on Weaver, but they're capable. So, uh, but yeah, I, I like the top four, but I still don't think I'll play them today. Maybe just in a one-off situation, Bell, Polanco, Martin. Um, Arizona side of things, like I honestly, I don't hate them. I don't love them. Uh, again. You know, the Pittsburgh bullpen has been striking out hitters at a, a pretty high clip this season. They had to use the bullpen quite a bit on uh, Monday. They do have that going for them. I'm kind of on the fence here about Arizona. You know, we liked them yesterday against Kingham. I, I I liked them more in that spot than this spot, but I like the implied total at 4.93. Like, pushing five is super solid. Roof open is how I like it. Like, I could get behind, you know, playing Escobar, Peralta, maybe Jones, Marte, Walker. I don't think this is a spot I'd play Dyson. Um, Like, it's not standing out as, like, a high probability, like, steal spot for Dyson. So, I guess Musgrove does hold runners on well. So, I I think I'd look at that, like, two to to six range if I was going to play Arizona. And I don't know how I would stack them or how many I'd have. I'm not as confident it, it, just in Arizona in general in this spot, Will. I, I guess you can kind of hear it in my voice. I it just it's, it's just one of those spots for me. Yeah, man. I think, you know, in order for me to really get into playing Arizona today, 
I think it would really be in terms of me going with the mass multi-entry route. I think if, you know, let, let's say I played three lineups, I don't think Arizona would make one of them. So with that being the case, I don't have a lot of interest overall, but in terms of just pure analysis, I mean, these guys, like you said, they've been hitting the ball well. Uh, you know, Musgrove, in terms of hard contact, he's, he's given up some hard contact, but the bottom line is he keeps the ball on the ground. And so when you're looking at that, you know, a guy like David Peralta maybe maybe neutralized a little bit, but you still may be able to get something out of Escobar or Christian Walker, and now you're just home run hunting. So if that with that being the case, I uh, I definitely think I won't have anybody from Arizona, even though I don't like Musgrove. Toronto at San Francisco, Trent Thornton against Nick Vincent, but it's going to be Tyler Beatty getting this like opener type deal. Um, any interest here in Trent Thornton? No. Yeah, like I like playing pitchers against San Francisco, especially in San Francisco, but um, Trent Thornton just not a guy that like I see a ton of upside here. So I'm going to pass as well. Uh, I 7,300 again, like I try to find, maybe I take a bat out and I, I get up to Miley. If I'm going to do something like that, I just, I don't like any of these cheap guys today. I, I just don't like them. Um, Tyler Beatty on the other side of this game. We haven't seen much of this kid and man, has he <laughs> talk about like having, having some tough spots like in Cincinnati and in Colorado, it's his first home game. Do we give him the benefit of the doubt at 6,200? Like we, we really haven't found anything else in this range. Um, any interest here in playing him at all? No. Yeah. It's kind of where I'm at. Like, no, I, I hear you. Like, I hear you. I just, I, to it. I, I just, he's not a big, like, big strikeout guy, but like, his swing play, strike rate is interesting. Um, I, I played Brian Anderson or 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 Hellickson before I played BD or or uh, a Thornton today, but that that's just me. And I'm not playing either one of those guys. Yeah, man, he has just been terrible. I know it's just not been two good spots, but yeah, I can't. Well, I guess the pitch count makes it easier just to say fade him. Um, probably neither one of these guys going to go deep. Like, can you make an argument for playing Nick Vincent? Not on this slate, right? I can't. I can't. I mean, his numbers are fine, but he's probably only going to be out there for what 15, 20. Yeah, 15, 20 pitches, maybe. I no, he's say. been well, in this opener role, he's been throwing 30 to 50 pitches. So, two to three innings. Two to three innings, yeah. Yeah, I still. I don't think 10 I, points from a 4K pitcher is enough today. Yeah, I, I mean, not, not with this offense out here, man. I mean, offense is really what's winning slates right now. Like, it just, that's just the offense is winning slates. Um, even on this short slate today where we thought, oh, it's not going to be high scoring, offense is winning the slate, period. So I, 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 can't, I can't play him. Um, I just I can't. Is it sad that I'd rather play Nick Vincent at 4K than I'd rather play anybody else under 7K? Hope he gets me my 10 and just call it a day. Like, I'm not going to do it, but I would play Nick Vincent over 
everybody else under 7K. I, I, I would as well. Uh, like you, you were saying, you make an argument for offense. Like we have plenty, plenty of value bats that we've talked about, and it's easy to make the big pitchers work. Um, yeah. Any interest here in the Toronto bats? Uh, I, I do have some interest, uh, and and I, I don't think I don't think I'm in full stack mode with Toronto. I think this is more mini stack, uh, uh, the mini stack build. But Eric Sogard's been great. Uh, you know. I, I, I I still think Justin Smoke is a, is a good hitter, so I, I don't mind the Smoke Monster. Uh, I, I don't mind Vlad. You know these guys are still not too expensive. I mean, Sogard at forty two hundred. We've got Smoke at thirty seven. Uh, if Rowdy's in the lineup, he's thirty five. Uh, you know, so I, I think these guys are cheap enough because of the part to just be able to play them. So I, I'm not in full stack mode, but a mini stack. Uh, Vlad. Uh, uh, Sogard, Smoke, you know, Smoke or or Tellez, Sogard, you know, uh, Gritchick, something like that, but but not a full stack, but but a mini stack. I, I like the Toronto Blue Jays. I will play Vlad every day until he homers. Spoiler alert. Um, I just I I'm going to play him every day until he homers. At this point, I don't love the spot. For any of these guys, because of the ballpark. But I will play Vlad every day until he homers. Great check is hitting ball really well. This ballpark, not as bad for righties as it is for lefties as far as home runs go. Um, if you want to play Great Chick here, I certainly have no issues with that either. Um, yeah, 4K, not bad. As far as the Giants go, you know, Trent Thornton is a guy that still has some decent strikeout stuff, uh, but has really struggled with lefties. It's just like, I hate this ballpark, Will. But that's the biggest issue for me. This game's in Toronto. I'm probably stacking the Giants here. But, like, I just, especially if, if Brandon Belt doesn't play, um, you know, he's dealing with that knee injury. I know he, he pinched hit on Sunday, so he should be back in the lineup here. But if Belt doesn't play, like, it makes it easier to not play in these Giants. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, some of these guys are cheap as well. I think if you need cash game fillers, there's a team you can look at. Toronto's a team you can look at. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not interested in the Giants, even though I'm not playing Thornton. Brandon Crawford, 3,100. <laughs> <laughs> he's hit the ball a lot better since the start of the year. Like, look at his last 10 games. He's had some double-digit fantasy games. Like, it's oh, he's not been – it's not been as bad. Like you get doubles and triples in that in that right center gap in San Francisco. All right, the game that I've been waiting to talk about. We got San Diego at LA. We got Chris Paddock against Clayton Kershaw. Seven total. Uh, Vegas is drunk. Clayton Kershaw is a one sixty six favorite here. Um, we'll start with Paddock. What's your thoughts here on the young phenom? I actually got a chance to watch Chris Paddock pitch against the Mets. Now listen, the Mets were just. In a, in a funk when they got to San Diego. But the bottom line is this. I saw this guy pitch with passion. Uh, I saw this guy pitch with extreme emotion. Uh, I, I just I, – I saw him pitch a good game. And while I know this Dodgers team is elite, I'm not going to play Paddock, but I also don't think I'm going to play any Dodgers today. But I did, I did want to point that out. I got a chance to watch the Paddock start against the Mets. 
The guy looked phenomenal. I think he's a legit force in the league, but I'm not playing him today. See, like, my thoughts here is obviously the matchup is tough. Um, you know, anytime you look at this matchup, like anytime you're taking a picture against the Dodgers, it's a it's a really tough matchup. But if Chris Paddock is going to be like 5% owned on a 12-game slate because oh, yeah. of the bias of p- pitching against the Dodgers, the dude's going to show up here. He's pitching against Clayton Kershaw. He's a young rookie pitching against one of the best pitchers in baseball. I know Clayton Kershaw is not on that elite level as he was, you know, three, four years ago, but he's still Clayton Kershaw. If you're a young rookie, you still want to go out and like, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and show up this Clayton Kershaw guy as much as I can. So he's going to do, I'm telling you right now, he's going to try. Yeah. I like paddock in tournaments. Um, It's super risky, obviously. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, this team's been very hit or miss against left-handed pitching this season. You know, Reyes has been better against righties than he has against lefties. Machado's numbers are starting to really come around against lefties who started really slow. Um, I think, didn't he, didn't he take, um, was it Kershaw he took deep in LA? I can't remember. Um, what's your thoughts here on Clayton Kershaw? Yeah, I don't think I need Kershaw today, man. I've got a nice collection of pitchers that I like more that I feel like have more upside than Kershaw, even in this spot. So um, if you decide to play Clayton Kershaw, I'm not going to try to stop you, uh, but I'm not going to encourage you either. I'm I'm planning on fully feeding Clayton Kershaw in all formats, Um, and that's where I'm at. You know, like my biggest issue with like Morton and Kershaw today when we're paying up for these guys this much, they just, they're not throwing, you know, 110 pitches in games. Like, they, they haven't been, like, going, like, that deep into counts. And, you know, Cash is almost as bad as, as Dave Roberts at this point. Like, you know, when, when they get in the deeper part of the starts, so... You know, I still lean Chris Sale as my top overall pitcher today, not considering price, and that's kind of where I'm going to end up. I might have one or two teams with Morton, Kershaw, um, Paddock kind of kind of thing, but, like, I, I'm i not going to be the one that's sitting up here talking about these offenses either in this game. This should be a pretty no. low-scoring game. I, I do, yeah. I do as much as it, as it pains me to say this, I like Manny Machado in this spot. Hey, I get it, man. I, I totally get it. If you want to play Manny fresh today, uh, I, I'm all for it. I mean, the guy continues to be cheap. He's another cash game, especially out at 3700 I mean, listen, man, we've got 3K players for days for today's morning grind game. I mean, we could almost make a whole show out of 3K players. That's how many you have on today's slate. I definitely think you can pay up at pitcher today. It's just not going to be – uh, Clayton Kershaw for me. Yeah, Manny Machado did take Kershaw deep in this when they were in San Diego. And now, you know Machado is going to get massively booed um, back in LA in this spot. I just, hey, I'm I'm all for a little narrative. Um, I, I think he's going to try to do the best he can to take Kershaw deep again today. So 3,700 for tournaments. I don't know if you necessarily need him for cash games, uh, but I'm not ruling him out for cash. Like, give me another shortstop at at that price that has the upside of Manny Machado. Um, he should never be 
15th overall. I'm just at quick glance, 15th, 20th overall shortstop on a slate. Like, I know he started slow, but this is a guy we were paying 5K for at points last season. Yep, I'm with you 100%. Last game, Oakland at Seattle. Anderson, leak, nine total. Pick him game. I was wrong again about Mike Fires. Again, I'm going to take my L. Um, I'm perfectly okay with admitting when I'm wrong. And again, Will is fired because he took Vogelbach for me in the in the morning grind game. Um, <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> Twitter is having fun with it too. I I, I said that you were fired when Vogelbach <laughs> run. Um, <laughs> um, Brett Anderson against Seattle. Any interest here? No, man. I, man, as much as I love the Mariners, I, I just I, I don't have an interest in this whole game, Stevie. I don't want the pitching. I don't want the offense. I, I know it's Mike League. I'm sorry to jump the gun, but yeah, I, I'm not. No, I'm not playing Brett Anderson. I'll, I'll leave it there. Then I'll get to the other people. All right. Well, we'll stay away from Brett Anderson right now, but we're gonna talk about a hitter or two here in a second. I, I got I got some I got some stuff queued up um, for going back to the well in Seattle. Um, Mike Leak on the other side of this game, you know, Mike Leak, a pitch to contact guy, very low strikeout rate, especially against righties. We saw Chris Davis launch two on Monday, not a spot that I'm going to, um, play Chris Leak here. Will or Mike, Mike Leak. Yeah. I was, yeah. Chris Davis, Mike Leak. <laughs> well, I am going to play Chris Davis. So we'll talk about that in a second, but I'm not going to play Mike Leak here. Yeah. I'm not playing Mike Leak either, man. No way. Well, this this Oakland three or four man right here in the heart of this lineup is super interesting against Mike Leak. Um, when we look at Leak's numbers this season, the hard hit rate is through the roof, and he's giving up a lot of fly balls. And when we look at this lineup, we know that they hit sinker as well. We've talked about it many times on this show. I, I think this is a spot that Chapman, Davis, Olsen, and if you want to go Profar or Piscotti, however you want to complete your four man. I like Oakland today, and I don't think they're going to get a ton of ownership being a late game. And I just I don't see people going here. I don't either, man. Late night hammer, possible weather concerns. They'll probably have that that open dome type deal going. And I'm with you. I, I don't see people going there as well. So it's, it's definitely a late night hammer uh, possibility. And uh you know, we'll, we'll we'll just see. We'll, we'll just see. Um, the other side of this game, the Seattle side. I, I said I had some stuff queued up, and one of the things that I have queued up here is Anderson has a point oh three eight oh point oh eight three ISO against righties this season. But Will, you're my recent trends guy. I thought you were going to be all over this with me. The dude has a 90.2 average exit velocity against righties this season and a 43.9% hard hit rate. He is running very good with his sinker right now, and this is one of the reasons that we've played him this year. Domingo Santana destroys sinkers. He's taking him yard today. Like, I'm calling the home run right now. Domingo Santana is going yard off of Brett Anderson today. This is one of my favorite hitters on the slate. You know, you you can make an argument for E5 as well. He hits sinkers very well uh, as well. And the fly ball rate for those guys against sinkers make me like it even more. Hey, I'm with you, man. I I, I like Domingo. I mean, I kind of talked about Domingo a little bit anyway. 
he's been hitting the ball well. Uh, so I, I'm with you, man. I I just I just feel like Seattle is almost on the outside looking in because I've got so many other teams that I feel like I like in better spots. But you're right, Anderson's been running good because his XFIP is through the roof. Uh, so this is something that I may just go back to the drawing board on and, and possibly just just fire Seattle back up again, you know, and, and let them carry us to the money. Dude, I might play Chris Davis in cash games today. He's 4K <laughs> on, on DraftKings today going up against Mike Leake. I, I, I think he's certainly a cash game consideration. Let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here uh, so you can go um, – you know, you can go write your um, reinstatement letter. Um, <laughs> under under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Oh man, listen, I gotta stay on brand here. There's only one guy I can take. There's just one. I've got to take Wade Miley. I'm just kidding. I'm not taking. I was writing it down. I thought you're serious. I am not taking Wade Miley. Uh, I actually think I'm going to go with the guy that I think I'm going to have to go with Jeremy Hellickson, man. And I hate that, but I think that's who I'm going with. I get it. Um, I'm going to go Miley. Uh, I think that was pretty obvious. Uh, the other guy I was looking at in this range, like Danny Duffy, I know he's not a great pitcher, but Texas does strike out a lot against lefties. So he might give up five earned runs and get five or six strikeouts in the process. Um, over 8K to score under 15. Who's the guy you think is going to bust today? I'm just going to go with Fulte, man. He's a guy I kind of talked about. I think St. Louis is going to get to him. So I, I'm i going to go with Fulte. He's right over the 8K range. But, you know, he's just a guy that I, I, I think could, could get lit up today. I feel like this was a little risky for me. But I'm going to go Jared Eikhoff. I know he's been really good this year. And he's put he's strung together some really good games. Um, and he's only had one game under 15, and it was 14.9 in cores. I'm gonna take Jared Eikhoff here, um, facing all these lefties in Philadelphia. Um, ballpark built for Ryan Howard. Um, remember that guy over uh 4K to hit a home run today, Will? Who do you got? Man, there's so many choices, so many choices, but. You know, this is a guy that I've talked about all season, a guy that I really like, a guy that I feel like has been hitting the ball well. Give me Alex Gordon. Really like what he's been doing, crushing the ball. Give me Alex Gordon. I'm going to go really chalky with this one. I just gave you guys Domingo Santana, so I'm allowed to go chalky with this one. I'm going to take J.D. Martinez. I think he's going to go yard today. Um, he's one of the guys that I, I, I want to pay up for. I was really thinking about Hunter Dozier as well, but I'm going to go JD Martinez. Um, give me your guy under 4k to get two hits today. Cause there's a bunch of them under here today. Well, this is a guy I kind of talked about at the end of the podcast, a guy that I kind of have circled, uh, a guy that I, I think should have a good game. I'm not saying he's going to hit a home run, but, but I like his chances to do some damage here. Even in this tough ballpark, give me Justin smoke at 3,700. I like it. Um, don't think a lot of people will be on that one. You know what? Um, man, there's a bunch of options today under under um, 4K. 
I am going to take Matt Carpenter. I'm going to play the odd game, the odds game, and say that he's probably going to get five at bats here and and take those odds of you know potentially getting a hit. Will give me a stack to score six or more runs on this one. Well, the obvious stack for me would be Kansas City. I'm not going to give you Kansas City, guys. Kansas City is my favorite team of the day. Favorite, favorite, favorite. Uh, but I'm going to go back to the well on a team that that kind of let me down a little bit here today. Uh, give me the Minnesota Twins, man. I really like them. Uh, I, I think this is another good spot for them. Uh, give me the Twins all day. All right. Um, I think Chris Davis is going to hit two home runs today. So Oakland already has like three or four runs right there. So to get two more, it's not going to be that tough. I'm going to take Oakland as my hammer. I love taking hammers as my stacks on the on the pod uh, because we can be recording the podcast the next night and my, my stack be going off and it, it makes me happy. But I'm going to take Oakland to score six or more runs. I really do like that two, three, four right there. And then pairing it with either Olsen or not Olsen, Piscotti or Profar or Simeon, however you want to make the stack. Just Chapman, Davis, and Olsen are just fantastic plays today. Uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man, guys, just continue to have fun, man. Uh, don't get down on yourself. If you're going through a slump, baseball is a high-variant sport. That's why I preach so much that everyone has a zero floor. No one's guaranteed anything. But if you look at the data, it can lead you in the right direction to, to what you anticipate should happen based on the things that you see. So don't get down on yourself. Uh, it can turn around in a hurry. You know, you could go a week and not do do anything, and you could go the next two weeks and get everything right. So uh, that's all I got. Indeed. On that note, we're going to get out of here. Trust the process, and um, we'll be back tomorrow breaking down the next slate. I hope everyone has an awesome Tuesday. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.